You're listening to the Business Simplified Podcast. Today we're talking about positioning a sales appointment and this works particularly well for anyone who's in a professional services business where they need to go and actually have an appointment with someone to talk about using their services or a high-end product. Now don't panic if this is not you, you're still going to get lots of great information from this. You'll be able to adapt and modify what I'm talking about to sit your normal situation. So if you're not a fan of sales, then you definitely want to listen to this episode. And if you're already doing sales, then you might get some little tweaks or tips or things to help you to improve your conversion rate. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Tracy Leake, and I've been at every stage of small business from struggling through to success. For the last 15 years, I've been coaching small business owners to have more profit with less stress in their business. This podcast is the how for business. So grab a cuppa and let's get started. Welcome to the Business Simplified Podcast. Sales is one of those things that you probably either absolutely love or you really detest. There's not a lot of gray area in between. And I'd have to say the majority of people do not like selling. Why is this? Well, first of all, the biggest reason is, is usually when you tell someone that you need to go and sell, people immediately get a picture in their head of what a salesperson is. Now, if you just sit and think for a second, who's the typical salesperson? I bet you nine out of 10 of you will think of the used car salesman, that dodgy, slimy salesman that's going to just sell you a lemon and they're going to push and offer you a set of steak knives and all of those crazy things. This is not what you need to do when you're selling. This is the biggest mistake you can make is to become that salesperson in inverted commas. The trick with selling is to actually stop selling. Stop trying to make a sale. And instead, the person that you're talking to, honestly help them. Help them find a solution to their problem, to their need, to their want. And then you'll be able to make a sale. Because really, if you want to do sales well, it's about giving your customer a buying experience rather than a sales experience. You want them to buy from you. You don't want them to be sold to by you. And it may seem like exactly the same thing but it is a very different feeling for the customer. If you're able to help them to find that solution, then they're making the decision to buy from you. If they feel like they've been sold to, they will get buyer's remorse, they will have issues, and the biggest factor is they will not refer to you. I think a lot of people forget about the power of doing a sales appointment or doing any sort of sales really well. Because if a customer doesn't feel like they've been sold to, if they feel like you've genuinely helped them and they've been able to make a great buying decision, then they're more likely to refer you to other people. I'm pretty good with people selling to me. I actually find it very fascinating when people start doing a hardline sale to me. I can handle it, but I would not refer them to a lot of my family or friends because they will not like it. And you know, when you refer someone, who does it come back to if it's not done well? It doesn't go back to the person who's running the business. It goes back to the person who referred them to it in the first place. So realize that there's a couple of things going on here. Not only can you make a sale, but you're also setting yourself up for future sales. So this is the big one. I want you to think about that. Stop selling and start helping. That is the basis, the foundation that we're working from. 
Now, as I said in the introduction, we're talking about a sales appointment as such as if you were in a professional service. So think like someone like me, I don't normally just make a sale just, you know, where someone clicks a button online and signs up to a coaching program. They're going to have a meeting with me to actually discover what they need if I'm the right person and moving forward. So this happens with a lot of professional services. You think uh, if you're into social media, you're a bookkeeper, um, anyone doing any sort of professional service, an accountant, a solicitor, architect, even then you start to go out wider to that. You think if you're a builder building new homes, people don't just click a button online and say, yes, please spend $200,000 with you and build my brand new house. They're going to want to have an appointment with you. So even if you're not in these sorts of fields where you need to have a sales appointment, a meeting with a potential customer to decide whether or not they're going to buy from you, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be listening to this episode. There's going to be lots of hints and tips that you'll be able to adapt and modify to your business if you're not currently doing sales appointments. The reason I'm focusing on if you're doing sales appointments is usually these are a bigger dollar value. They're a bigger ticker item that you're actually selling. And so there's some little tips and hints to actually help you best because, you know, your time is valuable and you need to make sure that you're making the best use of your time. We used to always joke when I first started coaching with Kate, who's my best friend, who was my coach. Um, We used to always joke when we first started coaching that, when we went out to do an appointment, I'd come back and she'd go, oh, did you make a sale? And I'd say, um, no, but I did make a friend. <laughs> so we'd often go out and do sales appointments and we were making friends with people. We had a lovely appointment, but we didn't actually make the sale. And you can do that for a certain period of time before it becomes really frustrating. So you need to have some hints and tips to actually utilize your time the best and make sure if you're driving around and doing appointments or you're spending the time with prospects that you're increasing your chances to actually convert. The number one thing that you can do in your business to grow it to be more profitable is to increase your conversion rate. It's not about how many leads you're getting. Most people think, I've got to go out and do more marketing to grow my business. In actual fact, if you're already getting a decent amount of leads, now, of course, if you're new, you need to go out and do a stack of marketing. But let's say you're getting 10 leads a week. If your conversion rate's sitting at 20%, that means you're making two sales. But if you could increase your conversion rate to say 40%, so instead of selling two out of 10, you're now selling four out of 10, you've just doubled your sales. You've gone from two sales a week to four sales a week. What does that do to your revenue and your profit? It immediately doubles it. So the quickest and easiest thing that you can do to your business to grow it to be more profitable is increasing your conversion rate. And that's why I'm taking the time to talk to you about sales because this is the magic key to actually being able to build your business fast by increasing your conversion rate. And as I said, the quickest and easiest thing to do is to stop selling and start helping. I want you also to think about the prospect. There's a reason why they're having that meeting with you. And I think you need to understand this going in. A lot of people get very nervous thinking, oh, I've got to have this sales appointment, this sales meeting. Well, just realize they're not sitting there for the fun of it. Time is a rare commodity in this day and age. And so we need to remember that If they're taking the time to sit with you and have a sales appointment, somewhere inside of them, they're interested in what you have to offer. They're at least in that field of having an interest. I've never sat with anyone who had no intention whatsoever from buying from me that 
just sat there and just went, I just did this for the fun of it. I just wanted to see what you would say. Just think about yourself. Would you ever make an appointment with someone if you weren't interested in what they had? So just remember that. This is the thing. You're going in. You're not going in where it's a cold sale. They're already semi-warm because somewhere inside of them, they're interested in what you have to offer. The key with sales is is that what you want to do is you want to answer their number one priority. What's the biggest issue or the biggest need or want they have? And can you answer that? This is what we're trying to do. What's their biggest problem? Can I solve or help them with that problem? The trick here is, is that we need to find out what that number one priority is. Now, what I'm about to teach you will actually also help you to get to that number one priority. Because usually when you get to that point, you can just ask them and people will tell you. Now, they won't do that the second you walk in the door, but they will do that if you've built up that rapport with them, that trust level with them. And if they don't feel like you're just going to sell to them, they will honestly just open up and tell you what's going on. Sales is not all about these cheesy sales gimmicks, you know, like make sure you hold the pen at this angle on this point and make sure if you've got a sales presentation that at this point in time you pause and then you need to also look this way and that way and you've got to shake someone's hand the right way. You know, people are far more savvy and you can't do sales techniques that were done in the 80s or 90s, okay? We need to really be in that modern age. A lot of people now, they get to do a lot of research before you even get to do that sales appointment. You know, in the days before the internet, people would have to wait for you to come and they would have to trust that you were giving them all the information. And I think that's where a bit of distrust with salespeople came because some would be really honest and tell the right information. Others would tell you what you wanted to hear. But now understand that when you're coming to a sales appointment, especially if it's a big ticket item, most people have already done their research. I find when I go to an appointment, they've already read my bio. They've looked over my website. They might have listened to a podcast or a video. So they've got some idea of who I actually am. The same thing is if you're a builder and they're going to talk to you about building your house, they've probably been all over your website, looking at your before and after pictures, looking at other houses you've built. So they're going to already know things about you. So this is why we want to take this step of thinking that we're here to help rather than to sell because they already have some understanding. Those cheesy sales techniques do not work. The other big thing you need to remember in sales is you need to be yourself. You can't be someone else. Don't try and mimic and copy someone else. Bring your own personality into it. You know, I always laugh and say to people that, oh, sorry, in a sales point, I'm going to start coaching you. I'm going to start giving you suggestions and ideas. When I first started coaching, I remember that someone once said to me, they said, the only answer you give anyone who has a question when you're in a sales appointment. So if they say, oh, I really need to generate more leads. The only response you should be giving is, oh, coaching can solve that. That's something we would discuss whilst I'm coaching you. And that would be the answer. I'm like, that's so cheesy. And you know what? I've never done that. I have always just started helping people from day one. Because if people can see that this is what I'm giving them for free, then imagine what they're going to get when they're paying. And that's why I do things like the podcast. Like if you ever come on to one of my courses online, well, now you've already had an experience working with me. This is what I do for free. Imagine what you get when you're paying. 
So you want to think about that. How can you help the person best? Now, that doesn't mean you give them everything, but you might ask some better questions. You might just give them some little hints and tips along the way because you need to add some value. And this is very much the new way that things are done. Think when you go online, people are adding value first and then people are making a buying decision. So make sure you're adding yourself in there so they get that experience of knowing who you are. You know, I am not a suit sort of a girl, okay? I do not turn up in a full suit with heels and my hair perfectly done and beautifully manicured nails with perfect makeup. It's just not who I am. And once I started to stop thinking that's who I needed to be to turn up to an appointment, my conversion rate went up. Why do you think that is? Well, it's because I was more comfortable in my own skin. I didn't feel like I was pretending or faking it till I made it. Now, I don't turn up in like thongs and a t-shirt and shorts, you know, but I have certainly gone to some sales appointments in jeans if it's the appropriate type of customer. Um, You know, I'm always well presented, but I am certainly not in a suit. So think about who your customer is and who you are. If you're going into someone's home and you turn up in a suit and a tie, they're going to think, oh, wow, this is, this is high pressure. You want to dress appropriately and comfortably, but at the same time, don't go over the top. And I know that seems like a little thing, but all of these things will help you to increase your conversion rate because you're being more comfortable with who you are. When people go into a sales appointment, the biggest issue they have is when they get to the end to ask for the sale, especially if you've been helping them along the way if you've built some really good rapport with them, it can feel really uncomfortable at the end to say, so do you want to buy? (laughs) And and so this is what I'm going to teach you is how you can get to that point without having to feel like you're now doing that pressured sale. The biggest thing to remember is, is that people can smell desperation. So you must be calm, do the work before you go into the appointment. So you're not desperate because if this is your one and only appointment and you've got to make a sale, then you've put yourself in a very dangerous situation because if you're smelling of desperation, people are less likely to buy from you. So if you've only got one sales appointment, you've got to get out there and get more sales appointments. You need to increase your numbers so that you don't have this feeling because if it's not today's appointment, it could be tomorrow's appointment. And even if you don't have a lot set up and you're brand new in business, just remember that if it's not today's appointment, it'll be someone else's. The other thing I say is, especially in bigger ticket items, is just because someone says no today in the sale, that doesn't mean no forever. Sometimes that just means no right now. And if you handle a sales appointment well, when those people are ready to buy, they will come back to you. So we need to make sure that we're handling a sales appointment where we're being helpful so that even if they say no today, they might say yes in the future or they might refer to us. Do you know, I've had as many people refer to me uh, who I told them that they can't afford coaching or they don't need it or it's not right for them right now. Like I've said no for them. I've had just as many of those people send me referrals as people that I've actually worked with because they knew I was honest. They knew that I would help. So therefore they sent me referrals because it was low pressure to send a referral. They're like, you know what, Tracy will just really help you and she'll let you know if it's right for you or not. So just remember that these things all help you. I think of a sales meeting or a sales appointment a bit like a play. 
there's an opening act, there's the middle acts, and then there's a closing act. And it all comes down to this opening act. If we do the opening act correct, then all the way through the sale, we just like a play, we will make it through all the scenes to the closing act. Because the closing act is the one that most people have problems with, the asking for the sale. Did you ever remember that movie, The Sixth Sense, and it had um, Bruce Willis in it and it was about the kid that saw dead people? The funniest thing is, the first time I went to see that movie, I saw it with my mum and my brother, and we went to a country cinema, like where we grew up. Now, we were running a couple of minutes late, which is most unlike us. We are always on time in our family. If you have a 10 o'clock appointment and you turn up at 10, you're actually officially late. So we were normally early to everything. And I don't know why, but we were running late to this movie and it started like at 7 p.m. And we walked into the cinema at 7.01. And, you know, when we were like, oh, we're late, we're like, that's okay. You know, they'll always play the ads. Well, we walked into the cinema and sat down, the movie was already going. So first of all, they had no ads and then they decided to just start the movie a couple of minutes early. Now, the problem was in The Sixth Sense, do you remember the very first scene where he's talking with his wife and he's won an award and then the past patient, the kid who was having issues, um, shot him? We didn't actually see that scene. Where it started was when he was finding the, the kid, Haley Joel Osment's um, character, can't remember his name, in the church playing with the little figurines and things. We missed that whole first scene. So when it came to the end of the movie and we found out, spoiler alert, that he was dead and stuff, it made zero sense. And we all walked away from that going, that was a really weird movie. Everybody else was like, oh, that was so amazing. We're just like, that's weird. Well, when it finally came out and uh, rented it and watched it at home, I saw that first scene and then all of a sudden it was like, oh my goodness, now this movie makes sense. So I want you to realize the same thing with the sale. If you do the opening act correct, it will make the rest of the appointment make sense. But most people ignore this. They're nervous about it. The thing to realize is, is that your prospect doesn't know. They're coming to you. You're an expert in your field. You're an expert in what you offer. And if you're leaving it to them to run the sales appointment, it's not going to go anywhere good. You have to take the leadership role and you need to guide them. So what we're going to do is we're going to do what's called a positioning statement. So first of all, it gives you a clear path to follow so that we get through all the acts of this sales appointment. So when you get to the closing act, which is the the big act, the one that you really want to get right, that you've actually set it all up for that closing act. The second thing is it gives the prospect, the potential customer, a really clear path to follow because they don't know what they don't know. They need you to guide them. So the first thing you need to do, of course, is build rapport. Don't go in there and straight go into sales like, hi, how are you today? You know, always find something genuine. Don't go, oh, look at the weather. Isn't that nice? I usually try and find something to talk about other than the weather, unless it's something really amazing. Like today, it's raining on the Gold Coast, which is an unusual event on the Gold Coast. So I come in and go, wow, look at that rain out there. Good, you know, it'll make the grass grow. We need a little bit of rain. You want to find something genuine to talk about, something to just build a little rapport. Hi, how are you today? How are things going? It's great. Thank you for having me here. So you want to start up by just calming them down. You want to sit down, get ready to start the appointment. And this is where you've got to take the lead. 
So I just usually say to them, oh, so are you ready to get started? And they'll say, yeah. And I'll say, okay, look, let me just take you through how we're going to run this meeting today. And most people just sit there and go, okay, you're taking the lead, sit back, let you drive. And that's exactly what you want them to do. So did you get that first little bit that I said? Hey, are you ready to get started? Yes. Okay, let me just take you through how I see us running this meeting today. So I'm just giving them the little positioning statement of saying, right, I'm going to explain what's going to happen right now. That's why they'll sit back and let you go because they want to know what's going to happen. We're about to lay out the agenda for the meeting. So the first thing I always do is I say to them, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you some questions about you and your business. So I'm going to use this as an example of me doing a sales appointment. If I'm going in to talk about coaching or speaking or all the services that I offer, I'm going to give you some other examples, but you'll be able to adapt and change this to your business. So the first thing I'm always saying to them is I'm going to ask you some questions about you and your business. Why do I want to start with that point? The reason I want to start with that point is because it's something that they know very well. It's very easy for them. We need a little more time to build rapport because just talking about the weather or just that initial introduction is not enough. If say like you were a builder and I'm using that as an example because it's pretty opposite to what I sell, you might just say to them, hey, I just want to find out a bit about you and your family and how you like to live. And what it does is it calms them down because it's something that they can easily talk about, but it builds that rapport where they go, oh, you're not here just to make a sale. You want to understand me. You want to understand my situation. So you think like the builder, oh, you want to find out how we live. Oh, okay. This is going to make a difference to what sort of house we get. Like they're, they're putting two and two together. They know where this is leading, but it gives them a chance to just calm down and feel more comfortable telling you. You don't want to start with the big hitting questions first up because there's still a bit of a barrier of trust there. We've got to knock that barrier down. So this is how we're going to proceed with the meeting today. I'm going to start with you and asking some questions about you and your business. The next thing I would then say to them is, then once we've done that, I'm going to discuss with you a little bit about what's actually happening right now, what concerns or challenges you've got. So now this is the meaty part of it. So we've told them that, you know, I want to find out about you first. And sometimes you need to tell them why. So if you were a builder, you might say, I'm going to ask a bit about you and your family and how you live. Because when we get to the design process, I might have some little keys or tips or things that can actually make your home better so that we're giving you the house of your dreams. Whereas for me, I say something like, I'm going to ask a bit about you and your business because then I'll just have a better understanding of what you do and what your business is all about. So let's just recap quickly. So this is how we're going to proceed with the meeting. Tell us a bit about you. So we're building rapport. And then we're going to discuss about what's happening, what you need. This is the thing where we find out their number one priority. If you've done the first section right, where you've built that rapport about them and what they need and things, sometimes you can get to that and just ask straight out. I often say to people, so why am I here today? What was the big thing that got you to have an appointment with me? I do a lot of work with bookkeepers and I always say to them, nobody sits with a bookkeeper for the fun of it. (laughs) And I know that's terrible to say, but it's true. Who wants to sit with a bookkeeper just for the fun of it? So I usually say to them, like, if you can build that right rapport, you can say, right, so people don't sit with a bookkeeper for the fun of it. Why did you call me in today? 
people will tell you their number one priority. They'll say, oh my goodness, I'm behind on my bookkeeping and I'm stressed out and I'm worried the OTO is going to come after me, but I really don't know what I'm doing and I hate it. So just realize that if you build rapport, people will tell you what's going on because they now understand that you're there to help them and it's in their best interest to tell you what's going on for them. If for some reason people give you, you know, a wishy-washy answer, that's just a response for you to realize you haven't built enough rapport. The trick with sales is asking better questions. So if someone says to me, oh, well, I just thought I might have a chat about having uh, a business coach. I thought maybe it might be helpful. I go, okay, so have you ever had a business coach before? Who do you know who has a business coach? So I've got to build a little more rapport before I start digging in and trying to get that number one answer out of them. Because some people will be a little cagey. Now, this is not an indication to you that there's something you're doing wrong. You don't know what people's past experiences are. I once had a sales appointment with my, was my third ever client. She's lovely. And I remember she was the scariest woman I had ever met at that point in time. And I found out later that she'd had a really bad experience with a business coach, a business coach who took like $10,000 from her and didn't deliver, basically delivered her a manual. That was all they did. She didn't get any of the appointments, any of the coaching she'd paid for. So I said to her, I don't even know how I got the appointment. She goes, yeah, I was just having a weak day. And I said, all right, I'll, I'll meet with this chick. And so I don't know, I think it was destined to be because she's still one of my favorites of all time. And I just think, not that I'm supposed to have favorites, by the way, but she, um, she just, it was just lucky that I got that appointment, but I answered her concerns and I talked to her, but I didn't know what was going on. And that's why she was scary because she was so cagey. She wasn't giving me all of the answers and I knew she was holding back. But it wasn't until she became a client that I actually found out from her what had happened. I'm kind of glad I never asked that question, but looking back now, I should have asked that question. It was just my own inexperience that I'm glad that I didn't ask the question. But now that's something I would want to know because what happened to her was terrible. And you're going to find that in every industry, someone's had a bad experience with someone within your industry. That doesn't mean you're bad. But you need to be aware and able to adapt and look at that situation for them. So once we've got their priority, we know what's happening, we have that discussion with them. But I always say to them, I'm going to ask you some questions about um, you and your business. Then we're going to discuss about what's happening now. What are the issues? What do you need help with? And if from that discussion, I can see a way that I can help you, I'm going to take you through how I can help you what the investment for that would be and how that would work. So I have told them straight out that I'm looking for a way that I can help them, but I've also told them how I'm going to help them and how much that's going to cost. Then I just finish off the positioning statement by saying, so by the end of this appointment today, you're going to know whether or not um, I can help you with that any of your problems, what the investment would be, and you'll be able to make a decision today. Because I want them to know that I'm going to ask them for the sale at the end of the appointment. So let me run through that in one entirety. So imagine that you're a customer, a prospect, and you're sitting in front of me. This is what I would say so you can hear it all in one piece. But now you understand the components. So Mary, let's get this meeting started. This is how I see us proceeding with this appointment today. First of all, I want to talk to you about you and your business and and just find out a little more about you. 
Then once we've done that, I'm going to discuss about what's actually happening now, why I'm here, what you need help with, what's happening right now. And let me see if there's a way that I can help you. And if I can see that there's a way that I can help you with what's happening, then I'll run through what that looks like, how you could work with me, what the investment would be and how we would actually get started. So by the end of this meeting, you'll be able to know exactly how I can help you and then you can make a decision from there of whether or not I'm the right person to help you. So it doesn't take long to say that, but we've laid out basically the agenda. We've opened the act up for the play and now they know exactly what's going to happen throughout the play, what's going to exactly happen throughout this appointment. So say I was a builder and I am so not a builder, but let's say I build new residential homes for people. Hi, Mary and John. Um, Let's get the meeting started now. What I really want to do is I want to find out a little bit more about you and your family and, and how you live, because when we start talking about your dream home, that might give me some indications and help to guide you in the best way for features of the house that would help you the best. Then I'm going to ask you some really um, in-depth questions around what you need in a home, where you're headed, what sort of ideas you have in your mind. And then from there, I can see if I can help you. If I am the person who's going to be able to build your dream home for you, what that sort of investment would be, what the process would be, how I could actually go about helping you. So by the end of today's meeting, you're going to have a really good feel over whether or not I'm the right builder for you or not. So can you see from there, we've laid out the plan of what we're going to do, but we've also given them the plan. They know exactly what's going to happen. There is no surprises in this sales appointment. They know that this is how we're going to help them. And just by using the word help will help you to increase your conversion rate. Um, Let's say I was a bookkeeper. So hi, John, let's get the meeting started. What I want to do for a start is I want to ask you some questions about you and your business, because It's really important as a bookkeeper that I understand your business because that can change how your bookkeeping is done. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you some very specific questions about your bookkeeping and it's totally okay if you don't have all the answers. I know that sometimes the reason people are sitting with a bookkeeper is because they don't actually know what's wrong or what they need help with. So just answer those sort of questions the best you can. And if from there I can see a way that I can help you, Then I'm going to take you through how I operate with my clients, what the investment is and how I could help you specifically and how we would get started. So by the end of this appointment, you'll be able to make a decision over whether or not I'm the right bookkeeper for you. Now, don't think that you're going to be that smooth straight up. I've been doing this for a long time now. And, you know, just so you know, I didn't have those scripts written down in front of me. I've just said them off the top of my head. Because just remember, just like an act, there's a, there's a script to that opening act. So what I've done is, you know, told them how the meeting's going to proceed, asking them about them. Remember, we're building a bit more rapport. Discuss what's happening. We're, that's where we're going to ask the questions. If I see how I can help, I'm going to take you through what that would look like, what the investment is and how we would get started. And then at the end, they can decide whether or not you're right for them. It's not actually all that hard. It'll take one to two minutes at the start of a sales appointment, but this can massively alter your conversion rate because the biggest key with sales is to help, not to sell. So put this one into action. Hope that's helped. Remember, modify and adapt to your business, but this is my key to doing sales appointments really well. And it's all about the positioning statement. 
If you set that agenda up right at the start, then the sales appointment will flow. You will be the leader. You will be in control. And you don't get to that icky feeling at the end of going, oh, now how do I ask for a sale? Stop making friends at sales appointments. Work on increasing your conversion rate. And what will happen is your prospects will now choose to buy from you. They haven't had a sales experience. Did you know that nine out of every 10 business owners complain that they simply don't have enough time? I believe that not having enough time is one of the greatest excuses that holds small business owners back from their true potential and the profits they deserve. We've all been taught our entire lives that being in business means working around the clock to achieve success because business is supposed to be hard, right? I believe business should be simple. And this is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Time. I want to show you how to take control back on your time, how to think about time differently, and all with simple strategies that take no time to implement so that you then have the time to create the success you desire. And the best part is the program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.tracyleek.com slash time and we can get started right now.